0: Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. Now, it's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider. Welcome to
1: another edition of the Industry Insider Podcast, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. I'm one of your hosts, Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Hidware USA. And I'm joined today by a few other lovely folks uh, in the promotional products industry, two of which you're very familiar with. Well, actually, all three of them you're probably pretty familiar with because our mm-hmm. special guest today is pretty well known out there. Uh, but before we get to them, I just want to, uh, just want to mention that our uh, our broadcast mm-hmm. is brought to you today by promoshow.com. Um, and basically, Promo Show is hosting its first themed virtual trade show uh, on June 23rd at 11 uh, a.m. Eastern Standard Time, showcasing products from the great outdoors. Uh, so, to, to register for that event, visit promoshow.com and click the banner at the top of the page. Uh, Promo Show currently features about 188 exhibiting suppliers and has over has had over 11,000 unique users uh, visiting uh, over this uh, spring since its inception. Again, go to promoshow.com. Promo Show the entire industry virtually. Go there, get all the news that uh, that you're you've been hankering for since everything's been shut down uh so guys uh meg erber sns activewear say hello
2: hey everybody and just so you know i am actually on the promo show every tuesday and thursday so come by and see me
1: there you go nice little plug go (laughs) by and go go see meg erber and hear all of the great things at sns activewear Uh, also joined by stephen mcfadden at perfect promotions and more stephen oh how are you guys Fantastic, man. It's another day and uh you know we're we're uh we're we're live. And uh we've got <laughs> Nick Latour, guys. Can you believe it? Nick, say hello to the folks.
0: Hey everyone, I can't believe it. No, wait, <laughs> you can't you're asking them if they can believe it.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> what what exactly can you not believe? That it's that it's not butter?
2: It's not Monday. That it's not <laughs> Monday. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, uh, you know, I, I'm, per- I'm pretty sure the actual podcast gets posted uh, on Monday. On the yeah. RSS feeds on Monday. So you're wearing the right shirt. You know, you're, you're fine. It's all good. <laughs> um, so anyhow, Nick Latour with Imagine Brands. And uh, Nick, I'm going to turn it over to you just to give a brief introduction uh, to yourself and sort of your background in the industry. Uh, just a quick two to three minute uh, cap, uh, recap on sort of who you are uh, for all the folks out there listening.
0: Yeah, Thank you. <clears throat> uh, I'm the national sales manager over at imagine brands. Uh, I've been in the industry. I haven't been in the industry too long, actually. Um, six years or so. Uh, I started with a company called AP specialties and I worked for them for a while. And then six months ago or so I came over to imagine brands cause we're doing a lot of really fun things. Um, I think the reason I'm on here is because I about two years ago I started, um, my own almost like self-branding kind of campaign. It was kind of accidental. Every Monday I would do this sort of post on social media and it really was kind of out of necessity. I needed to um, reach a broad audience. I was handling national sales for a company that didn't have a big national footprint. So I was trying to figure out ways to reach people that uh, outside of e-blasts and things like that that aren't as effective, you know. So, So every Monday I'll do something weird or Stupid or crazy, and uh, it's kind of turned into a thing. I kind of adopted Monday as like my my day. It's uh, I get excited <laughs> to get up on Monday mornings, which sounds weird, uh, even to me. I, I didn't always feel that way, but uh, it's it's turned into kind of my like my like catalyst um, for go. the week. So.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. And I think that's what we're trying to do. And it is really trying to spotlight a bunch of creative people here. And, and you were one of those people, Nick, like we see you every Monday, you know, you're, you're putting in the work and, and we know it might be a couple minute segment, but I'm actually curious, how long does that take you every week to put together? Like how much time do you put into that every single week? And it's a what, two minute segment, three minutes?
0: I try to. I the the. I started doing it last year, last fall, and the idea was people don't have a long attention span, right? I'm I'm not mm-hmm. sitting here watching a, a 30 minute spiel on tumblers, you know. <laughs> so got to keep it to a minute. That's what I thought a minute.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I started okay. doing these minute long things, and and I would add a little quirky thing. I, you, people got to remember it too. They can't just you know stare at you. So I started adding these little intermediary kind of little sidestep little. uh, secondary videos of me wearing a wig and doing like some sort of dance or song and so they're yeah they're about two and a half minutes long now i'm trying to make them less but that's kind of what i have to do um and they take me depends on how it's been an evolution at first it was me sitting literally right here at my desk filming it trying to do interesting cuts and interesting little jokes but now i like i'll film for about 10 minutes here just spewing off stuff about the product. And then I go and have my little sec secondary segment where I'm in my yard or in the street dressed up as a clown. Not you.
2: That's not you. What kind of analytics you, whole... you have
0: from,
1: from that? Like, are you, have you noticed since the coronavirus, like how is, how has COVID-19 affected that and viewership and, and all that? Like, are you actually seeing an uptick because people are at home and, and have more time for that kind of stuff? Or, or what, okay. what have you, what have you noticed lately?
0: It's Really interesting, and you guys know this social media is such a, a tough thing to to analyze and to get sort of data from and ROI. Really, like I don't know, I, I could, I could, we don't, we're suppliers, so we don't have a point of purchase, right? We don't have a yeah. link that says click this <laughs> promo code and buy it. Um, but in the timing of all this has been really interesting because as I came into this new job and then the new year, Dale Denham put me on this um influencers list, right? So then That's how we like, met. Like Meg reached out, like, why don't we know each other? I was like, I don't know. So so timing is a factor here. Yeah, right. So like in January, February, people, I was on this list, right? And people like tuning in and my videos have gotten a little bit sort of better timed and produced and it's become a little bit of a thing. So that's tough, man, because I'm not sure, I know that there's an impact and I know I get comments and DMs and our customers will comment and then say, oh, by the way, do you have, 5,000 pieces of this product too. So I know it's being watched, but man, yeah. social media is, yeah, I mean, it's, tough, it's, it's,
1: it's really man. tough to, to, to gauge, you know, return on investment for sure with social uh, cause it's all so much just being out there and sort of waving the flag to some degree, but at the same time, like just as far as viewership, like if you noticed an uptick in, in viewership from that and do you think that's you know because of the situation or do you think that's more along the lines of just because hey, you have been doing it now for uh, I think two years, you said, and you know, as, as, as you go, I mean, things are going to start out a little bit slower and then, you know, exponentially sort of increase, you know, is it sort of along that curve or have you noticed it just shoot up completely just because of the situation?
0: There's definitely been a more, a more commentary and more engagement mm-hmm. um, by probably, I would say probably like almost two, twofold. So sure. I'm getting more uh, comments of like, man, cause everyone's this, this sucks. Let's, I mean, we all know it. this, the situation sucks just sucks for everybody especially right now so the comments i get which kind of gives me goosebumps a little bit it makes me feel like i'm doing the right thing is when people say man everything sucks but when i get up on monday i really like your videos and that just that makes me feel that that that's that shows me that i'm doing the right thing but also like it just kind of validates the work i put in and the fact that people are kind of suffering right now and even though business is down, I'm getting more engagement with that video. So I think yes. I think to what you're saying, the answer is yes. There's COVID has definitely caused more of a more more engagement and more viewership.
2: I think that's what you you kind of hit the nail on the head there, Nick. People are, are seeing that. And they need that sometimes, that inspiration just to, I just sound so corny, but you know guys, we're, we're all in this. And, and some of us have our days <laughs> where we just don't want to get out of bed. There's just days where I'm like literally sitting in my robe all day and I'm like, geez, I, got, I gotta get a shower, <laughs> like yeah. I gotta do something. So sometimes they look forward to that. And you know, and I think if one week you didn't do it, you would get so many like, why? And I know for last three, I mean, <laughs> it's just something so little, but people look forward to it. And I, for instance, uh, I, I was working out like every day and I was like really getting motivated in the last couple weeks. I, I was just like really down. And I, Tony Lametti was, uh, posting a picture of himself and doing all these like savage race exercises every day. And I'm like, that's my motivation. Like I'm so competitive. So if he's doing it, then i need to do it. But I just, I fell off the wagon and I got just. Mm, but I would probably <laughs> like I did I just I feel like with everything that's going on in the world right now and feeling so helpless and you know we talked about this prior, like you want to say something, but is it going to offend somebody you know i before I was in sales, I bartended, and there was several things you just didn't talk about religion and politics, you know, and right now it's like no holds bar on anything but you know, you're just so afraid to upset somebody. And I think being in my position, being in the Navy and, and doing Jiu Jitsu and, and the way I was raised, you know, I don't see the colors like some people do. And I, and I, they say, Oh, that's white privilege. I don't, I, I don't, I don't like, do I say, Oh, it is. I'm white privilege, but am I, 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 I grew up, you know, middle-class. I worked for everything I, 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 have, I put myself through school. I joined the military. I, I've been doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I, I don't, I don't not roll with somebody, because the basis of their color, like, I can't even imagine doing that. Like one of my really good friends, Jay, I I called him the other day and I was, I actually started crying on the phone to him. I was like, I don't want to be lumped into a, a certain group of people just because of the color of my skin. And I just, he, he, and then he texted me this morning just to let me know that he was thinking about me. And I think right now, not saying something is, it says more. So I just want to know that we do stand with everybody and and for the injustice, we want to see it fixed. Um, and I, I know I speak on behalf of a lot of people when I say this. We want to see solutions. I don't think anybody has been offering solutions. We're just seeing problem after problem, problem addressing problems. You know, rioting, um, looting, the, the people that are being shot and killed on all ends. I, it's just so hard to watch. I almost want to take a, a, a hiatus from social media just so I don't have to say it, but. So one day at a time. And I know we're getting one day closer to the end of this, but I don't 2020 is not the year, man.
1: Yeah, year. it's, it's been, it's been an interesting year for sure. It's definitely not turned out the way that I thought it would uh, when we started rolling into 2020, that's for sure. Uh, but, and I, I definitely want to touch on that really briefly before we get into the topic of, of uh, today's conversation. But Steven, I know that you've been uh, a little bit, a uh, little bit absent in the, uh, in the
3: conversation. So I wanted to loop you in just to see if you want to add. No, it's okay. forgot yes. you were here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I, I, I think I, I echo what Meg says. Um, you know, it's it is interesting, you know, with social media, you know, I it's it's tough, right? You know, every there's so much good on social media, but at the same time, you know, for example, the the industry side of it with being the Monday videos or you know, unboxings or uh, you know, just all, all sorts of great creative things that are out there right now and you know Especially right now, it's easily it's easy to be a to be buried, you know, with all the other, you know, more relevant things than our industry right now. And uh, you know, I, I think that's I think that's okay, you know, I think that's that's fine. People need an outlet, and people need a, a place to to share their opinions and and to have conversations. I wish we would get back to people being able to be together to be able to have conversations, you know. And I think that's part of the, the struggle right now, where we can't gather in groups and have good conversations together, and you know, be able to feel the emotion of what people are saying rather than just interpreting things through through social or through email or whatever. So I, I, I do think that is one thing that we're suffering from a lot with with COVID now leading into
2: right the political
3: things. Um, so much stuff can be misconstrued, misconstrued. and misunderstood.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. When when we're trying to make it come from a so, good place, we're just. <laughs> I don't know
3: there is no I, right answer, you know everything can be can be flipped you
1: know yeah <laughs>
2: so, I, I think so. what we need to do is all come together and and come up with some solutions solutions for sure Guys, everyone that's so listening Brennan
1: Peckerich on Facebook does tune in and he says that uh, love how connected everybody is now and hope that it, we keep it going uh, once things get quote unquote busy again, I uh, couldn't agree more and uh, you know hopefully you know as much as we've been connected through video and everything else, hopefully that does continue on so I, I echo that sentiment for sure. Um, You know, I know we want to talk about sort of people uh, that are, uh, you know, engaging and and changing sort of the way that they're, uh, you know, approaching the industry right now. And uh, I guess people that are thinking outside of the box and, and doing different things. So uh, I definitely want to touch on that, but um, you know, I, I completely agree, and I, I feel really bad in in a couple senses here because you know we're we're talking about you know people that are doing things outside of the box in this current time and 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 the um, you know the climate that we're in, and you know, in a way, I'm not I'm not very tuned in to be honest with you. I'm I'm sort of unplugged, uh, and, and in a lot of ways, that's a good thing because I'm not hearing or seeing a lot of the the you know the I guess stuff that's out there. Um, and I'm also not seeing some of the great stuff that's out there. So it's, it's kind of put me in a difficult spot, but at the same time, like I'm, I'm focused on what I'm doing and, and, you know, I'm not trying to be in, uh, insensitive by not being plugged into current events because I, I feel like I sort of know what's going on, but I'm not, you know, so involved in it. And so I guess wrapped up in it that I'm, you know, constantly just being completely consumed by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, You know, but in that sense also, like I'm also not plugged into some of the great things that people are doing. So uh, I completely understand what you're saying, Stephen, for sure um, does anybody else have anything to say about what's going on right now? And, you know, obviously the riots and the social injustice that's happening with that, uh, you know, how difficult I'm sure it's, it is on both sides. Cause I, I completely agree with you, Meg, like it's incredibly difficult right now. Uh, you know, and it, it seems like, you know, two, two wrongs don't make a right. Like that's something that my parents always taught me growing up. And I feel like that's exactly how we're answering, uh, an injustice is, uh you know by just throwing more more fuel on the fire like i just don't think it's helping anything um you know but i definitely think that you know there are solutions for the situations that that we're facing you know as a as a community and uh i just don't don't necessarily think that what's currently happening is is necessarily the answer for that and i'd love to get your guys' take on that just real quickly before we start talking about some great folks in the industry right now well i
2: think go uh, ahead Nick. go ahead
0: okay Well, I think as great as video is, um, I mean, it's part of my career, right? And we love video and mass media. When you look at mass media, video is the ultimate. Aside from being face-to-face, Steve and I agree with you, man. If if we're face-to-face with people, a lot of these problems don't happen. So having the the personal contact. The second best is video. And I've seen the good and the bad. So we're looking at video. And Jeff, you said you are tuned out a little bit. I've been too tuned in and I'm, I'm, and it's affecting me a little bit, frankly. Um, but what you see is this vast divide, this vast like just sort of landscape of of the worst thing you've ever seen in your life, literally to almost the best thing you've ever seen in your life. And they're all related to the same social sort of topic we're talking about. Sure. So, so I just, um, I think, you know, when we're talking about solutions to this, I think that that the best thing we can do right now is really to instead of spreading things, maybe that we don't know are true or that that could spark some negativity, um, we should really a lot of us sit back and listen a little bit. I think we should take a time to go stop and go. Okay, let's let's lay the cards out. Let's let's see what's happening because a lot of the response to what has happened is is I think voices not feeling like they're not heard, um, right or wrong. I, I would never condone any sort of violence or destruction or any of this. But anytime we've had rioting and protesting in our country, there's a valid reason behind it. There's mm-hmm. ancillary things like root, looting and rioting that, that are generally not condoned. But I think the key is really to listen. Like time right now is to listen and and hear the voices that aren't being heard. So that's... Mm-hmm. That's as political as I get, but oh, that's, that's, Steve, I think, Steve, I think they're going to be the start.
1: Stephen, I'm going to call on you next.
3: Sure. <laughs> um, I, it's hard to to say anything other than what Nick just said. <laughs> I mean, I think it's it's you know, there's lots of lots of great things out there. There's uh, some incredible negatives. Um, just to be able to to try to weed through to figure out the actual issues and how to fix them. I mean, I don't. I probably don't think it's the the perfect platform to go into specific politicals, but you know you do hear some solutions being popped out with you know different review boards and you know body cam issues and and things where, that I think would be helpful and give you know, provide some peace of mind. Um, so there there's there's things proposed. Unfortunately, it's hard to hear those things as Nick mentioned when there's just so much other stuff going on. And I think just taking time to listen to figuring out what what. You know is a good solution what people would feel comfortable with um you have to be able to stop for a second so we can so people can hear those things and process them and and, and move them forward and unfortunately it's it's really tough to do that while everything else is happening at the same time so uh, I, I i definitely agree with what you're saying meg meg yeah
2: no, i disagree with all of them you know we have to stop and listen we need to hear what people are saying and then kind of Come together and i think walter kurt just said it we have a tendency in this industry to step up to the plate whenever we are needed you know maybe organizing some some groups of people regional associations to go into the the cities to help clean them up after this and and just coming together you know i i just want to hug every single person that i see and i'm like my, i can't because of covid oh, so you know and it, <laughs> i'm a hugger <laughs> we need so to get hard. like that
3: you know those pool noodles yes. we all need to go out with pool noodles and start a
2: pool noodle Body bags, or not, no, not body bags, like bags.
1: Wow, Meg,
2: I know that came out totally wrong. Bags for
1: your body, I don't know.
2: Yeah, that's That's what I mean.
1: So 20 minutes in now. So <laughs> Meg, uh, do you want to bring us into sort of uh, the main reason or the main thing that we wanted to talk about? Definitely, I, I, definitely. I didn't want to be insensitive and not speak about the topic that's very, very current right now. So I appreciate mm-hmm. you all sort of giving your feedback and, and, and your viewpoint on that. But I uh, definitely do want to get into the topic briefly. Uh, Meg, can you lead us in on that?
2: Yeah, for sure. For sure. So we definitely wanted to highlight, we've been wanting to do this for such a long time because right now during COVID, you know, the whole general email blasting or we can't go see customers in person, can't have vendors in, that's all gone away. So a lot of us uh, have stepped up to the plate to do things that are outside the box, to get those views, to get those orders, or just to really just provide content to this industry and they're doing it in a different way. And that's why we asked Nick to be on here. You know, he, he has his Mondays, uh, gig. So we are really excited, but, uh, each of us were going to come kind of go down our list. And I asked everyone to bring two to three people, um, ideas or names just to this conversation. So we could kind of have a conversation, but I know we probably all have the same couple of the same people on our list. Uh, do you want me to start and I'll name yeah, one sure. or two? Okay. Well, Common skew, obviously the crew. We got to give that up to them. Uh, Nick and I were both on the Common skew at home a week or so ago. I still haven't had a chance to go back and look at all the rest of them because I was decompressing after my 45 minutes of heart attacks before I started speaking. Um, Nick and I were texting because I was literally like the lawnmower was going. My in law showed up. Um, the link wasn't working and it was like three, two, one, and I'm like hey and then for the first 30 <laughs> seconds it didn't even work. So I was having a straight up <laughs> heart attack. Um, but you thought Kate, you were miming. I was like, oh.
0: yeah, so um,
2: Kate, she, they all, they, they really did a good job putting it all together. Uh, and just being, you know, this is so different, and it was such a great platform. And I'm glad they only gave me five minutes because I was just shaking for so long even afterward. Um, and I know Nick, we were just like, we just have to decompress after that. So definitely want to give a big shout out to all the all the the crew over at CommonSku. They worked so hard to put that together uh, in five weeks. So super proud of them. Um, and then some some just some names that I think everybody knows: Kirby uh, Hassman, Charity Gibson, Jay Buscelli. I didn't want to say his last name wrong. I was always saying Buselli or whatever, but I made him clarify that. Uh, And then we had Jeremy Picker on here a couple weeks ago. Uh, These people are just so, they're just creative geniuses. They're not just going by the book that you learned in in Marketing 101. They're just really stepping outside the box. So I do have more, but I want to, these are, I think like platform people, you know, like they should be up there, but go ahead. What do you guys think? I'll go next. (laughs) Okay. I have a lot more, but I wanted like These are like the primary. So go ahead, Nick.
0: No, there's a lot of people that inspire me too. All the people you mentioned, Meg, are awesome. Um, But if I have to pick just a couple, I think I'm really impressed by Spectre Co. There's a guy, Evan, there that runs all their social media. And he does these videos specifically that are kind of like, I think I dig them because it's in line with the type of stuff I I don't do anywhere. Very well done. Very well produced. But always got a product in there and it's just, it's kind of funny. It's just, it's, it's great. So Spectre and Co is doing great. Um, uh, Mike Simzak and, and Jason from Lukash from um, Origadio HPG, they have a YouTube show. If Deuce. you guys haven't seen, it's called the Deuce. I, I think it's just, they always mix in products, of course, and it's an HPG production, production Hub Pen production, but it's, it's just them talking about things that, because those dudes are super smart and just like, Trendy young dudes with great energy and they they talk about topic, you know sports and they talk about um, Current events and things but um, I think that's kind of something having this YouTube sort of show that pops up that is different and really new Um, And then I'm like in I don't know if everyone has access to this but as a supplier to American solutions for business Taylor Forced over American solutions for business does like a daily like show like a video and she's she's just so bubbly and so so like you just want to like <laughs> squeeze her, right? She's just so cute and like, and she's so good at it. But what I love about it is the consistency. It's every day. It's always very good, very informative. There's always a, sort of like a like a catch or like a, you know, point of sale purchase at the end where they got a giveaway or something. I just I think she's doing. It the right way because of the consistency and frequency it's just it's kind that's of awesome. what they need so
1: that's the biggest key i think when you're doing anything content related is just to be super consistent with it you know if it's once a week or if it's once a day or whatever like just to be really consistent with it for sure yeah steven how about you do you have anybody well that you want to shout do i have out? any left
3: <laughs> oh there's, there's plenty of people <laughs> well, left. Come on, now. on my list i mean because so i will say that from a distributor perspective I don't have the privilege of seeing a lot of what other distributors do because uh, I'm not I'm not following a lot of the other social medias. I I do a few, but it's funny. The number one on my list was actually the, the Deuce uh, thing with uh, Mike, oh. J- Mike and Mike and Jason, which was great. And actually, um, I was fortunate enough to be one of their guests. I think episode four or something like that. So that was it was a blast, and just the way they did the production value of it, where it's not it's not so much product in your face as much as it's entertainment. Um, you know, it, which is great and I had uh, the comments key folks on there for the, the, uh, the, the work at home conference. Um, and Kirby, I was reading, I've been reading some of his blogs that he does. So it's, it's great to kind of see different perspectives. Um, I did have two kind of outside the box, not necessarily social media, but it's people that have just adapted in a creative way for the industry. And um, I'm sure I'm gonna be leaving some folks out here, but you know, folks like uh, ETS and Gemline, I know they've come up with really cool programs that have helped us adapt to the industry in very creative ways with dropshipping programs, um, you know, So just things that have allowed us to stay um, relevant, and them adjusting their entire, you know, distribution line where we're able to, you know, have them do individual mailings on, you know, with wow. outbound shipping paid. And, That's you know, impressive. So it's it's super cool, and um, it's was needed. Um, it's probably one of those things that they've thought about Hey, maybe we should do this at some point and then now it's like, we have to do this, you know, so there's, you know, I know, I, I believe, imagine, too, they have a program with drop shipping um, that, you know, with reduced fee drop shipping and stuff like that. So there's a lot of people have adjusted in very creative ways to allow us to to stay, you know, kind of agile here in, in front of people, um, especially as it relates to those individual drop shippings, we've been using those as you know, direct mail tools, you know, because we can drop in those mail lists. They can be sent out. It kind of takes us out of that logistics side of it. So, um, yeah.
1: this is uh, This is one of my biggest issues with doing shout outs like this because you will undoubtedly always leave people off the list.
2: (laughs) I have more. I do.
1: (laughs) I 100% uh, would hate to do that because there are so many creative people and so many people that are thinking outside of the box right now. I mean, really, if you look at it from an industry perspective, we're all thinking outside of the box because we've all completely transitioned. I mean, unless you're like, Unless you've checked out, <laughs> you're, you're thinking outside of the box because we're not doing the same crap we were doing five months ago. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so you know, in, in that sense, hey, PPAI, you know, the whole industry, ASI, like we've all done a great job. But uh, some folks that you know just constantly come to mind for me, like when you think, say thinking outside of the box, like Harold Wood with Bit Graphic is undoubtedly one of my favorite folks for thinking outside of the box i don't know on a social platform necessarily what he's doing that would necessarily be outside of the box but it's just from from knowing him and working on the cppa board with him and he's the the current rack president just the ideas that this guy just spews out of his head like i I can't i can't even tell you like it's it's like literally, literally pure gold and you know you just it's for him. It's just like off the cuff and it's just amazing. Uh, you know, the thought process that, that goes on in his head and uh, how quickly that stuff comes off. So I would definitely say Harold Wood. I think Paul Bellantone with PPAI has done a phenomenal job, uh, with making, uh, you know, just some changes recently. Uh, I know he's constantly reaching out, uh, you know, to membership now, uh, with almost what seems like a, a weekly video or, or, uh, very similar to, uh, to a weekly, uh, a regular video, uh, just about current situations, what's happening, how's PPA adapting to the situation, what the plan is, Hey, all these changes are being made, but here's what to continue to look forward to. I think he's done a phenomenal job with, uh, with, you know, just continuing to put that stuff out there. Um, there's just been so many, so many good people that have been doing stuff different. Uh, you know, I, you know, I've, I haven't personally uh, tuned in or seen Brian Porter, uh, what what he's been doing, but I've heard he's made a complete change as to what he's doing as well uh, on the social media side of things. So. Um, I just, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm not plugged in as much as I should be. So that would be my list. Uh, and I know there's a hell of a lot more people out there that are doing really. Meg,
3: roll your list out. Oh
1: yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, so (laughs) I, I know I've been like planning this forever, but you know, I follow a lot of social media pages. I have, you know, a couple different accounts here and there just so I can, Make sure make it, I'm making the most out of it. But uh, on Instagram, I'm I'm following a lot of people. Fairwear, Anthem Branding, Brandito, Self Care for Everyone. Um, did I say Fairwear? Fairwear. Now TRS Embroidery in Houston. I mean, I was like, they're literally just showing like these really cool um, examples of their embroidery and just. And how good it is. I really, I, I connected with them and I've talked to them all the time. And I'd be amiss if I didn't give a shout out to my folks here at SNS. Uh, not only the social media coordinator, Jenna, she's killing it. Um, Jessica Jacobs, Taylor Armstrong, Aaron Lyons, Tim McCargo, my spirit animal, and Morgan Corey, Megan Zezo, all these people. We don't have to do this. They're literally going above and beyond and they're finding unique ways to do it. They're not just saying, okay, here's a marketing email blast that we're putting out this week. Go ahead and and market it. They're coming up with their own ways. They're doing videos. They're doing pictures. They're incorporating themselves and...
1: the one thing it's I saw nice that SNS nice. did was actually that was really cool was you guys all took a, a picture holding up a yeah. like, an individual, uh, word or letter or whatever. And it was all, you know, you guys put it together in a, in a way that it made a whole sentence, but it was all the whole like we're in this cool. together type thing. That was really neat. I saw. Oh, that. Well,
2: thank you. Yeah, we saw marketing. Yep. A couple of people <clears> in marketing did it. And so the ladies of SNS, uh, sorry, Jason Peters, um, we <laughs> he's in our ladies group. So like I felt really bad at excluding him, like really bad. It was like eating my soul. But we the outside sales reps all put together something, and we all took pictures, and it was really nice. it was just something just to let our customers know that we were thinking about them.
3: Yeah hey Jeff, when you mentioned uh, all of PPI, it actually got me thinking too about the regional associations. Um, yep. there's been a lot of really creative things that we've seen you know personally, you know I get to see a lot of what camp's doing in this area, but whether it be just having socials or trying to update the different trade show formats and all the different platforms and all the, the these supplier sessions have moved to digital platforms, so everyone's adjusting, um, and it's really neat to see how people were able to still connect in new ways. So.
1: Yeah, it's been really, uh, really cool. Like it's one of the things that makes me proud uh, to be in the promotional products industry is how well we adapt to to these things. Um, but Jay Baselli tunes in uh, on Facebook or chimes in and says uh, that this is a, a huge reset and we should definitely use it to our advantage. Great topic today. Uh, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Um, and uh, so that being said, Nick, I, I would love to maybe just uh, get some more feedback from you. Maybe you can throw a wig on and get into character or something. I don't know. Ah! But, uh, you know. <clears throat> those you are real people. Those, gonna, those are not character. Those are real
2: th- people.
1: I knew that. Duh. Maybe maybe you can get one of them to... Never mind.
0: All All right. Right. So I'll find somebody if you want me to. I think <laughs> yeah. Chad is out here. <laughs> Chad. Yeah. yeah. You want to get Chad? Oh, get Chad. Chad. Chad's my favorite. Hang on one second. Chad! Yeah. <laughs> Hey, can you get on this show? I'm
2: doing this po- podcast thing. I don't know what
1: it. Is. Yeah, bro. Sure. Hang on. Oh, awesome, Chad? I just spilled my hot cocoa. Oh, no. Hot cocoa. Hey, dude. what's up, y'all? What's hey. up, Chad? There
0: he is. <laughs> Who is this? What is this? <laughs> Anyways, what's going down?
1: I, I'm hoping you could tell us, man. <laughs>
0: Well, I can't go to my favorite beach to surf right now. Lame. Uh, what else? We're out of milk. Milk's my favorite <laughs> drink. We're out of it. My bones are going to crumble now. Um, I got some new video games. What I don't know.
2: What's going down? <laughs> on that note, <laughs> it is uh, I wonder if Chad would ever show up on the promo show. I mean, so well, that outdoors.
1: was that was my
0: question. I
2: was going to
1: yeah. ask him. Chad, have you heard of promo show.com?
0: I have, bro. I heard it's really, really sweet. I did it a few times.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty dope. Did you hear about the uh, the Great Outdoor Show that they're doing? Uh, A standalone show on uh, in June.
0: Sure did. Yeah. What have you heard about it? I've heard that uh, perhaps you could see some fine Coleman products from uh, Imagine Brands. But I don't know. uh, I don't know if they'll be on the promo show. <clears throat> to be honest.
1: Yeah. So promo show is hosting its first themed virtual trade show on June 23rd at 11 a.m. Eastern time, right. uh, showcasing all the great outdoors products. So yeah, hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully they'll, uh, you know, folks will be able to see it there. But uh, if you want to learn more about that particular trade show, you can go to promoshow.com and uh, click on the top banner and hear all the great news right there. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh Chad, uh, It's great yeah. seeing you. You know, let, see you
0: too. Do I need to get Nick
1: back, bro? Yeah, it's yeah, probably quick, probably a good quick. idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good luck know. with the surfing, though.
0: Thank you, Nick. Nick,
2: morning, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they're wearing the same shirt. I didn't know if they were twinning on purpose on Wednesday. <laughs> done already?
0: That was fast. Wow. I
1: yeah yeah. I definitely uh. I love how they're coordinating.
0: We all I have is he. He usually doesn't even wear a shirt. So what happened was oh, that's true. I was like, like, dude, you got to. You can't. Show nipple on this show, so yeah, <laughs> it's, fair enough. It's PG,
2: except for my cussing.
0: It, it probably wouldn't be big out here, so yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Well, Nick,
1: it, I don't know if you've got any other, uh, you know, feedback or information for us as far as like you know how you've uh, how you've you know sort of gotten things up and running with uh, Mondays with Nick and all that good stuff. But any any last minute closing uh, info that you'd like to put out to us.
0: Yeah. Um so I'm actually recently was put in charge of social media for Imagine Brands. So oh, wow. um all these ideas that you guys are saying, this is what I wanna infuse into our company. We're going we've got a big video plan company wide that I'm writing up right now. We've got some ideas for engaging customers. Um a few months ago our marketing team did a really awesome mail out called Hug in a Box. And it was we do plush and we sent it in a box to all of our We got clients. them. Awesome. Yeah. You got one, okay. Yeah. yeah. My, so, my. Hugs. I thought it was just, it's, it's what we need right now. So it it's what we, um, it's what we need to Chad's leading. Were you just waving yeah. at Chad? Yeah. Chad, he, he's bouncing. He took the shirt off. and he's <laughs> Um, no. So, you know, w- what we want to do is really during this time, especially really kind of engage our customers more. Imagine brands has gone through this sort of rebranding ish. Thanks. Stephen, you guys, you can probably attest to this, you know, it was Crown and Tronic were two separate companies and four years ago or so imagine brands bought them. And so we're, we have this identity crisis-ish, I think. So the idea here is to really show that Imagine Brands is people and we're creative and we care. And so this is sort of part of the campaign I'll be pushing forward. So hopefully if you're not following Imagine Brands on social media channels, maybe you, maybe you can. Maybe you and, should. Uh, so so we, we're gonna be more engaging and more in, in, into the scene here. We're gonna comment on things. We wanna share important things and partner with the right people. So that's Sweet. exciting. Otherwise, awesome. I don't even know what I'm doing for the Monday video next week. So maybe <laughs> if you guys have some ideas. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that was, that was the other thing I
0: was going to ask. Like, how, like how, how, how long can you go,
1: like, continuing to come up with an idea? Like, I, I know that's got to be, like, I'm sure when you first start, like, a ton of ideas have to come out. But then it's like, you know, after you've gone through so many, I'm sure it's probably a challenge to just sort of think of, you know, how you can recreate or, or you know, be innovative that way. So I, uh, I, I give you kudos for, for what you've done.
0: That's my whole thing. That's what drives me is like I don't want to I don't want to bomb, you know. Yeah. I don't want it to be like terrible. <laughs> yeah. So I I kind of hit this plateau where it's like you know, what do I do? So this is where new characters come in. We have hundreds and hundreds of products. So the product isn't the thing. It's more what's happening in the world, what's, you know, what's going on and sort of getting inspiration there. And sometimes I have ideas weeks ahead. Sometimes it's literally like Saturday night I'm like Oh God! But, you know, yeah. and Nick, me, me, and you may <laughs> need to get together uh, a, a long time ago uh, when
3: Crown had the desk in a box. I wrote an entire parody.
1: Desk uh, in a box.
0: Yep. Yeah.
2: Love That's it. Uh, so that I see was my first video.
0: I knew about something else was in a box. <laughs> my first video I did <laughs> Hugs. in December. Hugs in a
2: box, Jeff. Really? Hugs. Was it?
0: I started here in December, and I had a, I put my very first video was, it's the desk in a box.
3: Nice.
0: <laughs> I literally awesome. did a song in the middle of it to that tune. Of,
3: amazing. That yeah, song. we we have been uh, scripting a uh, a whole song, and so we came up with it It was kind of two years ago or so, and we were like, we
0: just need to produce it. Like, it'd be amazing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, we should do awesome. a reboot. I mean, I could. Me and you could do something because there's two dudes, right? So we could do some sort of a like. We'll listen, figure it out.
1: <laughs> listen, everything is cyclical. I'm gonna start Rickrolling people again. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fair enough. Meg, any closing statements?
2: Love wins, guys. That's all.
1: Love wins.
0: Absolutely.
2: Make
0: I think
1: we heart. can we can probably just end it there, right? That's yep. probably a good place,
0: yeah. <laughs> all right, see cool. Guys, well, thank
1: care. you guys so much for joining us today. Really appreciate you all. And uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next
0: week.